everybody. It's me, Auntie, and I hope you guys are doing well. Well, we are in the beautiful October, the 10th month of the year. That means we only have two months left for the year, and then we are in 2022. Uh, here in Canada right now, um, I know in Ontario, it's raining a lot and it's getting a bit chilly. So a lot of people are putting on their hoodies and sweaters or their their little wraps that they like to wear. You know, I don't know what it's like around the world, but, you know, I, I would love to hear if you get if your season is colder or warmer this time of year. Now, before we start, um, I was approached about Shopify Kids. And what it is, is a chance for kids to become their own boss. So if you go to shopify.ca slash kids, you can get a free business starter kit designed to inspire, fuel creative thinking and grow curiosity for the kids. It's a way to teach them to become an entrepreneur, which is great. It's, it's very inspiring. Um, you, it looks like you can, I've been to the website and it looks like you can order quite a few. So for the teachers out there, hey, it would be great for your students to learn about being an entrepreneur. So don't forget it. Um, it's shopify.ca slash kids. And I think it's a great program for, for kids to learn about. So today we're going to talk about Harry Winston Jerome. Harry Winston Jerome is was born September 30th, 1940 in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, Canada. And why I chose this is because usually we don't hear stories about um, black figures from Saskatchewan. So I thought, hey, that's absolutely great. He was um, a Canadian track and field sprinter, and he also was a physical education teacher once he retired. Um, he won a bronze medal at the 1964 Olympics in Tokyo and set a total of seven world records over the course of his career. His sister, Valerie Jerome, was also an Olympian who competed for Canada at the 1960 Summer Olympics in Rome. There is a statue of Harry Jerome in Stanley Park, Vancouver, British Columbia. So if you're ever there, hey, go along and take a look. Um, in 1970, Jerome was made an officer of the Order of Canada, and then he became Canada's Sports Hall of Famer. He also is on Canada's Walk of Fame in 2001 and was named Person of National Historical Significance in 2010. In 1984, Labatt's International Track Classic Pre-Olympic Meet renamed Harry Jerome International Track Classic. So they named the track now after Harry Jerome. And um, Harry Jerome did pass away in 1984 in North Vancouver, British Columbia. He was only 42. So that I thought was really interesting and great information. Um, today, I don't have any emails to answer any questions, but don't forget, if you have any questions or you want to just say hi, I'm always happy to receive those emails. And you could see, you could see it at storytimewithauntie at gmail.com. And I'm always, always answer 
the emails, okay? So today, I thought it would be great to read about a grandmother, a little girl taking her grandmother to school for grandparent day. I thought it'd be fun since, hey, I am now a grandparent too. So it would be great to learn a bit. And there's a lot of nice symbols and stuff. And I'm hoping I could take a picture and put it on um, Instagram so you guys could take a look at some of the gorgeous, um, I think it's called an Adenkra symbols and their meanings. And I've always looked at those and admired those. So I thought it'd be great to share for you to look and admire. Okay, so here we go. Nana Akua Goes to School by Trisha Elm Walker and April Harrison. It's circle time. Zira's favorite time of day. She scoots to a spot next to Theodore and crisscrosses her leg on the rainbow-shaped rug. Ready, set, Mr. Dawson says, looking at the children over his glasses. You bet, they respond, and quiet right down. Next Monday is very important day, Mr. Dawson continues. Each of you will bring your grandparents to school so they can share what makes them special. Yay, Grandparents Day, shouts Alejo without raising his hands. My abuelo is the best fisherman in the world, and he can explain how to catch the bigger, biggest fish. Beso thrusts both hands up and says, my Mimi is the best dentist in the world. She can bring everyone a toothbrush. What do yours do? Theodore whispers to Zira, but Zira just shrugs. When Zira's papa brings her home from school, Nana Akua, her favorite person in the whole universe, is peeling potatoes for dinner. Although Nana's feet don't even reach the floor, she seems as tall as the giant playground slide. Maybe that's because she's filled to the brim with stories about growing up in West Africa, where people carve statues out of wood, trees drip with mangoes, and crayon-colored outdoor markets sell everything you can imagine. Nana puts down the peeler and gives Zira one of her big hugs, the kind that wrap around you like a sweater. Grandparents' Day is next week, she says. Maybe you can help me decide what to talk about. Zira stares down at the floor. Zira's mama knows about Grandparents' Day, too. Her smile is bright as sunbeam. How about if Papa plays Dijambe drums while Nana talks to your classmates? She suggests coming over to help Nana. Zira frowns and thinks about the last time she and Nana went to the park. Nana pushed her high to the sky on the swings, and Zira was almost flying. But on their way home, a little boy pointed at Nana, and Zira heard him say to his mother, That lady looks scary. And the very next day, a server in the little tea house stared so hard at Nana, she forgot to bring them sugar cookies with their tea. This is because 
Nana Akau, looks different. When she was young, her parents followed an old African tradition. They put marks on her face to show which tribal family she belongs to and to represent beauty and confidence. Those marks never wash off and never go away. Zira looks at her nana, holding back tears that wait in the corners of her eyes. Nana Akua puts down her potato, takes Zira's hand and says, My precious girl, why such a sad face? It feels hard to explain, but Zira wants to try. She swallows and takes a deep breath. What if someone at school laughs at you or acts mean, she asks quietly. Nana Akua thinks for a moment. I have an idea, she says, and puts Zira's arms through hers. Together they walk down the hall to Zira's room. Nana points to the bed. How about we bring your favorite quilt to class? These quilt patterns come from another long ago tradition. Even though they are not exactly the same as the marks on my face, they can help explain them. What do you think? Zira traces some of the designs she loves with her fingers. When Nana Akua first made the quilt for Zira, she explained that the patterns were adakura symbols of the Akan people of Ghana. The symbols represent more than 50 important qualities like wisdom and creativity. Zira wishes she marks were only on the quilt and not on Nana Akua's face. Still, she says, okay, we can bring it. On Grandparents' Day, Zira wears one of her African dresses sewn by Nana. And Nana Akua looks especially regal in her bright pattern kabua with, with matching skirt and head wrap. There are lots of oohs and Oz when they arrive. The classroom is decorated with rainbows of balloons that float up to the ceiling. There are large welcome signs made with colored markers. A tall chair is on the rug for the grandparents to sit in when they speak. First, Alejo's abuelo, who passes around photos of the biggest bluefish he ever caught. Next, Beasos Mimi, shows the class a video called Mr. Cavity and the Magic Toothbrush. And then Lester's grandparents, who owned a barber shop for many years, hold up matching clippers. Anybody need a haircut? They ask, laughing. Finally, it's Nana Akua's turn. She sits in the special grandparents' chair with Zira next to her. Zira clutches her quilt tightly, and her voice shakes when she gives her introduction. This is my Nana Akua, and she is from Ghana, a country in West Africa. Nana Akua squeezes Zira's shoulder and starts talking. Hello, children. I'm sure you noticed the marks on my face. Has anyone seen anything like them before? No, says all the children. These marks were gifts from my parents who were happy and proud that I was born, she continues. I am likewise proud to wear them. Most Guyanian parents don't 
celebrate in this way anymore, but it was once an important tradition. Zira watches her eyes wide as cups as Nana Akua walks slowly around the circle so everyone can see her face up close. It's interesting, she says, that in this country, I often notice people who put tattoos on their body that have special meaning. Yours are way better than tattoos, Theodore says, because they grow up with you. Nana Akua smiles. Why, thank you, young man, she says. And I brought some special makeup so that each of you can have beautiful African symbols on your face, too. The kind that washes off. My expert helper will hold up her quilt, which shows some symbols you can choose from. The other students look at Zira expectantly. She unfolds the quilt with care. Today, I'm going to choose the the Bese Saka symbol. It looks like a flower, and my Nana told me it stands for power and unity. Nana Akua paints the symbols onto Zira's cheeks in gold, while Zira holds very still. The other children clap when it's all done. Come and choose your favorite symbol, Zira says to them. Alejo, who wants to be a beatboxer, points to the Wehemudua symbol because he thinks it looks like a keyboard. Nana Okua tells him it means high quality and excellence. Basu wants to be a veterinarian and picks the Denankiam symbol, which is shaped like a crocodile, one of her favorite animals. It stands for cleverness. Peter and Inez decide on the Adawu symbol, which looks like the inside of a sliced apple with two identical halves. Twins like us, Peter says. Nana says the symbol means peace and quiet. Like mommy and daddy say, we never give them, Inez shouts. Nana Akua paints and paints until every child with their own design. The other grandparents chose symbols for themselves too. Zura's face glows as she watches Nana fold up her quilt to go home. And this time it's Zira who gives her very special, not like anyone else's, Nana one of those big hugs, the kind that wrap around you like a sweater. That was a beautiful story. You know, a lot of traditions, whether it's West Africa, South Africa, from the Caribbean, from the U.S. and Canadians, sometimes traditions seem to fade away. And it was nice that Nana Akua was not ashamed of the symbols on her face. She's very proud of them because they were considered a gift from her parents. And the fact that she walks with it with pride is amazing. Now, sometimes it isn't a a mark on your face, but it could be because you have vitiligo, because your skin patches, have a rash, acne, anything could be wrong with your body. Maybe you're too big, too small. Always, always be proud of what is on you. And the fact that she looks at it 
like a tattoo, but she got the tattoo when she was little. Here in Canada, you have to be a little bit older, about 18, 19 before you can get a tattoo. But always, if you do, make sure it's something that you know means something big, but also make sure your parents are okay with it, right? So don't forget about shopify.ca slash kits and get yourself um, a business kit. And so you can, with your parents or parents with the kids or teachers with the students or students with the teachers, you guys can all learn a little something about being an entrepreneur, which is a great thing in this day and age, right? So that's it for me today. Don't forget to like, share, and review on whatever platform you're listening to me on. It just helps a lot and it helps me keep going. It helps me get more books for you to read and share. So for now, I'm proud to be black because black looks good on me. And it looks so wonderful and beautiful on all of you. So keep walking proudly with it. Take care for now. Bye.